Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Resilience is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanta J. How are you doing, beloves? I hope everyone is doing well. So you know what's up, girl. Come on in, come on in, get yourself together, honey. Go ahead, take off your coat, your jacket. Girl, it's cold outside for real, for real, right? (laughs) Go ahead, take off your shoes, drop your bag, your purse, all that stuff. Come on in the kitchen, grab you something warm to drink. And once you do that, Shugs, just come on in our special room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl, have a sit down, grab your your pillow, your blankie, get comfortable. Take a deep breath in and exhale slow. What's up? <laughs> What's going on, my beautiful sisters? How are you doing? How is your day? How is your day going so far? How was your day for some of you, depending on what time you're listening to me? But I hope everyone is doing well and everyone is, you know, just taking a chill pill for a while, you know, for a moment, all that good stuff. I want to give a shout out to my boys, to my brothers out there. I have a couple of brothers that are listening to uh, to my podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much for the support. I truly do appreciate you so, so much. Just as like I support my sisters. Yes, I support it. I thank every single one of you for the love. I truly, truly do. It's so humbling. It really, really is. I'm just going here, child, and getting fat by eating all this humble pie. <laughs> you know, it's just so much, so much love, and I truly do appreciate it. So we are going to continue on with our 12 days of gift miss and uh I'm excited about this. I'm just so like overwhelmed by the response of those who have been uh, listening and really just being blessed and inspired by what is coming down, man. I'm like, whoa, this is super, super cool. Um, and so I'm going to keep it going. I have been consistent. I have been faithful. Come through, come through, y'all. <laughs> Because I have been quite busy on this end, trust me. And so, you know, when I start to get comfortable, then that's when, you know, God puts it in my memory. Nope, you got to do your podcast. Like, ah, yeah, let me go ahead and get to it. Because you know how it is when you remember something, you know, you're like, oh, I get to it in a minute. And then that minute turns to be what? An hour later. <laughs> you know, we keep putting things off, but this here is very, very important to me because you are important to me. And so I definitely want to stay consistent on this bad boy and just continue to go with the flow and allow God to just speak through me to bless you all. So we are on day nine. Am I right? Am I right? Day nine? Yes, day nine. And so we're going to talk about the gift of favor. Yes, gifts of favor. Wow, come through, come through. And how many of you all truly, truly, truly can put your hands up in the air and say, thank God for favor, right? Thank God for the favor. Thank God for what he continues to do, you know, in your life, in your marriage, in your finances, in your career, You know, how many of you have seen favor, you know, just coming in and just take complete control of your life. There's some things you just really can't put your hands on, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that it was favor that, you know, that that just came into your life. Right. 
And the one that truly knows how to give us that gift is God and God alone. For real, for real, right? (laughs) The gift of favor. I tell you the truth. I know I can speak from experience of what God has done in my life down through the years when it comes to that. And, you know, I'm the only child you know, and it's just my mom and I, and yes, you know, my, my biological dad was in my life, of course, but of course, you know, the story to that, you know, he was not in my life <laughs> because he was not married to my mom. Cause he was already married and already had kids, but he still took care of his responsibilities in terms of taking care of me and being around and all those great things. Um, But even with that, to me, I consider that the favor of God because I know that, you know, peers around that time in the 80s, my, you know, my peers growing up, they didn't have that. They didn't have their fathers around them like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, They did not have that opportunity to spend a couple of hours with their dad or go out to eat with their dad or just have a, you know, just a normal conversation with their father. You know, back in the day in the 80s, you know, ain't no different than it is now in 2019. You know, a lot of the, you know, my friends didn't know their dad. You know, they know they knew them, but they didn't know them. Huge difference. You know, (laughs) they knew who their daddy was, but they didn't know who their father was. Wow. Ain't that deep? Come through, come through. They knew who their daddy was, but they didn't know who their father was. So that's, that right there was something that, you know, that pretty much was around, you know, uh, around the community, you know, when I was growing up. So I was fortunate and blessed And it was nothing but the favor of God in my life that I can be able to spend time with my dad and, you know, fellowship and learn from him about my, my siblings, my half siblings, you know, his love was genuine. His love was real. His love was pure. My father, you know, was excited to see me. He wasn't like some dad's just there and he's like, okay, what you want? You know what I'm saying? He, (laughs) or he come, but then next thing you know, 10 minutes later, he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't know how to talk and all that stuff. I did not have that issue with my father. You know, he was happy to see me. He treated me like royalty. He really, really did. And, you know, those to that those are sweet memories that I will never, ever forget that I will always cherish. But I can definitely say that was a gift of favor, you know, from God. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. Another uh, incident in my life, truthfully, is just, you know, the people in my life that was there for my mom. You know, like I said, it was just my mom and I. My mom pretty much raised me by herself until, you know, she did get married to my stepdad. And, you know, my stepdad was doing what he needed to do when he was sober, you know, until the alcohol got into him. And that was a whole different situation, right? And he was just no way to be found. But it was by the favor of God that God had presented uh other people in our lives that helped my mom through some dark times some hard times man and yeah we may had we may had to you know sit in the dark you know because they shut off the power you know what i'm saying and we sat there with candles around the table and everything 
Uh, we may have to not communicate because they shut off the phone service and stuff. And back then, we didn't have cell phones in the 80s, okay? <laughs> not like this today. Not like these smartphones today, right? We had the basic telephone with those long, with those long cords. Y'all remember them long cords back in the day? <laughs> Okay, we had that. Okay, and uh, you know, so we couldn't communicate. You know, I couldn't text nobody or anything like that. Even when back, you know, in the nineties, where we had the beeper. You remember the beepers back in the day? I, we didn't have that in the eighties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there were moments that we were without, but it was only by the grace of God and the favor of God that we still made it. We still got through it. And it was the, those individuals, family, close friends that came and helped my mom and helped us, you know, and I would never forget those individuals as well. Right. Um, and they didn't have to do it, but they did, you know, and I'm forever grateful. And my mom at the time, she was very, very grateful, you know, and I, and at the same time too, my mom, you know, like any other person would, they have their pride and, you know, they don't really want to ask anybody. They don't want to be a burden to anybody and all those things like that, you know, and, but when it gets really, really rough, right. When it really gets like, truly bad. Sometimes that pride has to go in the back corner somewhere and you really got to say, I'm, I'm in need, <laughs> you know, and that has happened a couple of times throughout that, you know, my, uh, my youth. Uh, but thank God overall, we still made it. We still survive. It was just the gift of God, you know, the gift of favor that God had put, had poured in, uh, in our lives. And it continued for, continued on, um, when I went to college, you know, thank God for Dr. Jennifer Johnson, whom I had talked about um, the other night and uh, how she was just truly a blessing, man, a blessing in my life, in my mom's life, my life as a professional um, educator, musician, as well as a mentor and an advocate. You know, she was all of that for us. We didn't ask Dr. Johnson to come in, you know, and help us in some dire situations. You know, she took it upon herself to come and fight for my, you know, fight for our behalf. You know, even when I moved on to college and it was just my mom, you know, Dr. Johnson was there to help my mom through some rough patches, man. And I thank God for Dr. Johnson. You know, there was the favor of God that just poured, poured right in my mother's life at the time when she could have lost, the, you know, she could have been on the streets. You know what I mean? I'm just being real with you, you know, living in those apartments and back home in, in New Jersey, man. They ain't cheap, <laughs> you know, and shoot, living in an apartment anywhere ain't cheap nowadays, you know, like a one bedroom or two bedroom is like almost what, $1,200 a month. And you, and you, I'm like, what, why, where, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, so back in the day, it was pretty much just about that amount for my mom and she barely could survive that. And like I said, my mom wasn't working a nine to five job like some of her peers back in the day were doing. She was cleaning houses.
houses. So, you know, that was really sporadic back in the day. And when she did go to work, you know, she wasn't getting paid like two, three hundred dollars, you know, right there on the spot. You know, there was some of those people that she, you know, that she worked for was very, very tight with their wallet. You know, only one couple to this day whom I treasured for the rest of my life, they treated my mom with the utmost respect and they gave her what she was worth. Okay. And I truly appreciate that. That what to me also was a gift of favor from God because those beautiful people, they did not have to do that, but they saw something in my mom. They saw the light of God through my mom and they just fell in love with her and they wanted to make sure that they want to take good care of her. And they did, you know, but there were other people that my mom had clean houses for. They were not like that, Shugs. Okay. They were not like that. And it was frustrating. You know, it was very, very frustrating. But even then at that time, like I said, thank God for the favor where God had poured in through Dr. Johnson and through other people that Dr. Johnson knew, you know what I'm saying? That helped my mom through some rough stuff while I was away in college. And even when I finished Cookman and, you know, I took a, uh, a year, uh, took a break basically and I didn't know where in the world I wanted to go, or what I want to do with my life after that. Because I finished um, in 92, but I stayed uh, uh, two years later, um, you know, at, at Cookman. Uh, and I left in 94. And then from there, I stayed to about stayed home for that year. And I really was in limbo. And that's just normal for, uh, you know, for early teen, early teen, early 20s you know, a young adult that just not sure where they see themselves, you know what I'm saying? And I was a little bit kind of concerned because I really did not want to just be lost like that. But thank God for Dr. Johnson, the favor of God poured in my life again, where Dr. Johnson introduced me to Morgan State University. And where at Morgan State University, y'all, I did not have to pay tuition. That's the favor of God right there. Come through, come through. I'm telling you, woo! I did not have to do anything in terms of uh, uh, filing out, filing, you know, for student loans or anything like that whatsoever. Of course, I went through the proper, you know, uh, protocol and all that stuff like that, housing and all those things of that nature. But even then I didn't have to do that because, you know, I was blessed to stay in one of Dr. Nathan Carter's row houses that he had rented out to his students, which was the choir members. And I was fortunate to stay there for a while, you know, and that was a blessing too. And I, cause the, the, the street, the, the row houses was right down the street from the campus. So I did not have to get a bus. I didn't have to look, you know, try to find a ride to get to the campus or anything. These little things here to me was a blessing, you know, whereas my peers at the time, some had to take buses to get to, to the campus. Not everybody on campus had their own car, mind you. And huh, not everybody had a license like moi. <laughs> I did not have a license I didn't know how to drive. So yes, I was dependent on public transportation and my friends, you know, and that was very few of them that had a car of their own. Right. But I was just thankful 
and just fortunate to, you know, go to grad school and didn't have to pay for anything. And then eventually, you know, God favored my life where that, you know, um, uh, I was promoted to, um, uh, resident director. I was assistant RD and then promoted a year later to resident director. And then from there, God continued to favor my life on that part of of my life. And that was just absolutely God right there. 100% God. Because I did not know where in the world (laughs) I was going to do you know, once I had lost my apartment, because I stayed at Dr. Carter's apartment for a while, but then after that, I was ready to just go ahead and find my own place, and which I did through a, a friend of mine that I met at a job that I used to work at. And, you know, I lived there in that apartment for a minute. And then when I lost my job, um, then, of course, you know, the funds was getting getting kind of low. And from that point, I uh had to go, I went home. I just had I just needed a break because after I lost my job, yeah, I went home and I said, "Mama, I just want to come home." And she said, "Of course, come on home." So I was basically like a month behind rent if I'm not mistaken. And I was already in that, you know, in that position of just moving out anyway because there was no way how there was no way I was going to find money to pay for my rent and I was already a uh, a month behind and from there I at that time I was dating someone and I had that person I had him to check the apartment for me while I was away which he did and when he did he couldn't get into the apartment and when I called the management office to find out what was going on They told me they had put a bolt lock on the door. No, they changed the locks on the door. That's what they did. They changed the locks on the door. And I was in shock. Mind you, I'm at home in East Orange, New Jersey with my mom. I packed a little bit of stuff, you know, with me. All the rest of my my belongings were in that apartment. It was in that apartment. And I asked the lady, I said, where are are my things. And she said, they're on the curb. Mm, Girl, yes, child. (laughs) I was in shock. I I, I was like, what? Excuse me? (laughs) And she said, yes, your clothes is, everything is on the curb. I said, why would you do that? Why would you put all of my stuff on, on the curb? Now, mind you, I didn't have a whole lot of stuff. It, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have a whole lot of furniture. I didn't really have any furniture except for my bed. And that my then boyfriend at the time brought a table for me to put in the little dining area. And that's pretty much it. And everything else was just pretty much my clothes and other personal belongings. And, you know, they, Threw it out, you know, even my passport, my passport, y'all, all of that, <laughs> you know, and when she said that I was devastated, I was devastated. I told my mom and my mom, you know, was hurt, broke, you know, she was hurting as well. But what my mom did that night, what my mom did she went into prayer mode. Okay. It was like, um, emergency, you know, nine one one Jesus call kind of 
prayer. You see what I'm saying? And if y'all know a praying mother like that, that was my mama. She took her chair from the dining room table and turned that chair facing the window. Mm. And mama sat there all night talking to God for real, for real. I'm not making this up. I'm in, in my room crying my eyes out. I cried till I fell asleep. And uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I got the Bible and I was just reading some passages, some some chapters. I don't remember what exactly I was reading. I just needed just to have that, have his word in my spirit and just trying to keep myself, you know, keep myself not to get so deep into depression. You know what I mean? Because that was just so like a blow for me, you know? And like I said, I was a month or so behind rent. I was not three months behind or four months behind or anything like that. I know I was like a month behind rent. So for them to just go ahead and just immediately just, you know, change the locks and do all what they did, that was just so dirty and so wrong. They did not give me a heads up notice. Even when I was there, I didn't get a heads up notice or nothing like that. They just did it, you know? Um, and so, you know, the next day, that following day, I got a call from residence life at Morgan state and, um, Janice, that's, uh, one of the RDs at the time had called me to let me know that they had came across my name, uh, you know, um, for the, um, uh, for the, uh, I'm trying to get my words in. Basically they wanted, uh, wanted to know if I was interested for assistant RD. And I was like kind of confused because I'm trying to remember when or if ever I applied for a resident assistance position. And how did they get my name? That was the thing too. How did they get my name? And I think I asked her that and I don't even remember her response, but she saw my name and they are definitely highly interested in interviewing me for that position. I then told my mom, my mom said, go for it. And I said, okay, but mom, how am I going to get there? We don't really have the, the means this, that, or whatever. And at that time, you know, Greyhound was very active (laughs) in my life. And that was the transportation from New Jersey to Baltimore was the Greyhound bus. And, um, Janice said, you know, don't worry about it. We pay for the expenses and your travel expenses. And I'm like, okay, so what about the hotel? Where am I going to stay? Don't worry about that. We got you housed in one of the dorms, you know? And I was like, okay, so moved on got there, had the interview, got to the last person on the list, which was the, you know, the Dean of Residence Life. And, um, we talked and he pretty much just, you know, came to me, you know, said to me, he said, don't tell nobody, but you got the job. And I was like, He said, we're just going to play it cool right now, you know. And 
I when I left this office, I'm telling you, I, I was just doing the happy dance in my head and everything. And then I called my mom immediately and told her. And she was praising God. I mean, she just couldn't stop calling on the name of Jesus, y'all, for real, for real. And I'm telling you, one 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 favor after the next. It just kept pouring and kept pouring and kept pouring, y'all. I'm telling you. God sent people in my life to help me through that change, through that, through that rough season in my life. And even when I did, God settled into, um, into that position of assistant RD, you know, I was still taking classes. I didn't have to pay for my classes because of me being administrator there. And, you know, I stayed in one of the, um, uh, graduate suites in Blount Towers, and anybody's familiar with Morgan State and you're familiar with the uh with the dorm Blount Towers, you are familiar you might are might be familiar with the um graduate suites. And that's that's where I stayed. The same spot that I stayed for the interview is the same spot that I stayed for those for that whole year as a resident RD, assistant resident RD. And from there I'm telling you, thank God for those wonderful people, Miss Wiggins, Mr. Walters. Oh, my brother, man. What? <laughs> you know, all of these people that God had put in my life, they played a major part in my life. I'm telling you, the gift of favor. Wow, wow, wow. You cannot sleep on that. You cannot just ignore that. You cannot dare put your own name on that. Your handprint cannot, it doesn't match God's handprint because God is the one that had complete control over that whole entire moment in my life. And it continued forward. It continued on even after I had... You know, after that year was over, like I said, I got promoted full time as a, as a as a full time director, thinking that I was going to stay at Blount Towers, but unfortunately, Miss Wiggins had moved me over to Thurgood Thurgood Marshall, which is they call Argonne. And like I said, anybody's from MSU, you know what that means. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and at that time, it was um, I had you know, girls and I had the guys and it was a three story, uh, building and it was, uh, what, one, two, three, four units. And each unit had three levels with the exception of the fourth one, which was D building. And that was just a flat, but that's where the, up uh, of uh, the grad students and, you know, uh, that lived and that suite consisted of a full, a full kitchen, a complete living room, dining room, come through. I had one, two, three, four bedrooms, but the fourth one was changed into the main office. And I had two, no, I had one and a half bath. The, uh, the main bath had, if I remember correctly, I think it was two showers and, uh, if not three, I think it was two showers and of course it had the sinks and then the other bathroom. Now I say all this to say, because if you remember at my apartment, the apartment that I lived, the one I got, um, the would had threw my stuff out. I was living in a junior 
I think it was, I think it was called a junior apartment or something at that time. And, you know, I didn't have any furniture. The only furniture that I had was just my bed um, that my boyfriend had bought for me that time when I was dating him. And that was it. And then later on, he got me a table to put out there in the dining room area. Um, And that's pretty much all I had. Okay. And of course, my clothes, all my personal belongings. So what I had may not have been a lot, but it was enough for me at that time. But I lost it all. Come on now. I lost it all. But look what God did. Look what God did. Not only did he, you know, not only did God move me from, from where I was to Blount Towers, from Blount Towers to Argonne, and then from Argonne living in a four bedroom apartment. Come on now. Okay, <laughs> with a complete bed, with a complete full kitchen, right, and a living room and a dining room. Come on now, and it was furnished. It was furnished. I did not have to buy any furniture. I did not have to uh, pay any. Bills. I did not have to pay any rent. I didn't have to pay no gas bill. I didn't have to pay no electric bill. I didn't have to pay no water bill. I didn't have to pay no phone bill, y'all. Lord have mercy. The only thing that I was responsible for was my own personal bills. And that was very, very little. And of course, putting food in, in my kitchen. Right? That is the only thing that I was responsible for. Other than that... God had bestowed all of that for me in my life. I didn't have to worry about a thing. I didn't have to worry about anything. That's hands down. That was God's handprint on that. That's the favor of God right there. Let me tell you, y'all. Do not shut down or do not close your ears and your eyes. You know, it would, it, whatever God has done for you and you know you can't dare put your two cents on that thing. Ain't nobody but God. You better praise him. You better continue on giving him praise. I don't care if it was 10 years ago. You just better remember, be reminded that it was the power of God on your, over your life. It was the favor of God over your life. And if, it, and if it wasn't for his grace, where would you be? Come on now. I didn't have to worry about paying no bills. I didn't have to worry about paying no student loans. I didn't have to worry about paying for no classes. Oh my God. And I was still active. I was still a grad student. I was still, you know, in the choir. I was still being a grad student, but I was also a resident director, full-time resident director managing over what from 800 females in Blount Towers to about what half of the students in Thurgood Marshall. Okay. Come through, come through. Now I'll be real with you. I didn't understand how and why God was putting me in this position at that time, especially, you know, moving me from Blount, which I was comfortable in, <laughs> you know, because I, I grew a relationship with my students at that time, but, but, but moved me from there to Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> and I say that because at that time, 
those students, oh, they were wild. You hear me? They were wild. Oh my goodness. Miss Wiggins had to do a clean, clean sweep. She had to do a clean sweep with, from the head to the R to the RAs. I'm, I'm serious because it was that crazy in Thurgood Marshall, you know, and it took a minute, but you know, thank God for the staff of, you know, RAs that I had in my team, you know, they were phenomenal. They were amazing. They did their, they did what they were supposed to do and all of that. It was just absolutely amazing. It was just a favor of God, hands down. And I remain a um, RD there. I mean, yeah, resident director there until I got married. I left 2001. Yes, I left 2001 because by that time I had already been married and I was pregnant with Stephanie at that time. Yeah. And, you know, it was a bittersweet, you know, departure because I really didn't want to leave, but I knew I had to because I was starting my new season, you know, as a new wife and as a new mom to be and all that other stuff. And so, you know, I was four months pregnant at that time. So I could not really do a whole lot in terms of like going up and down the stairs and stuff like that, (laughs) you know, and, you know, it was just time. It was just time. But I tell you, You know, when I have one of those moments when things are just not going well in my life or something happened in my life, God sometimes put that in my memory to remind me of what he did back when. And, you know, tears come down my eyes thinking about those moments because it was a scary moment. It was scary because I really didn't know what in the world was going to happen to my life. I didn't know what was going to, what my life was going to be like. You know, I I was afraid that I wasn't even going to go back to grad school, you know, and it was really, really scary. But God and my mother, my mother had her prayer warrior call that night, honey. Woo, good Lord Almighty. I tell you the truth from the time I got there on that campus until the time I left. And it was nothing but the favor of God that poured into my life. Oh my gosh, that whole entire season. And in that moment, Not only that, you know, that God had just blessed me, you know, beyond, but the favor through the individuals that was in my life at that time. Like I said, Miss Wiggins was amazing. Mr. Walters, my, my peers was just absolutely amazing. And I was blessed to have wonderful students, you know, at the time too. I was just, I I mean, I, I, don't have any complaints. I didn't have any complaints at that time, you know, in my church home, which was church of the redeem of the Lord with the CRL come through with Bishop Stokes and first lady Stokes. Yes, that was my church home down there in Baltimore. Oh my goodness. I was blessed, honey. And I'm still blessed and highly favored for real, for real. I, I know this was a little lengthy. I am so sorry, <laughs> but I hope this really encouraged y'all, you know, because I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just saying how powerful the gift of favor is. Okay. And it doesn't die there. God continues to gift us with his favor 
every single day. It may not be as big of a story like mine is, but you best believe that God has favored you somehow. And if you take a moment just to look over your life from today or from or a week ago, you can say right there, Lord, I thank you for favor. I thank you, oh Lord, that you protected me from that, from that situation. I thank you, God, that you, that your favor still reigns over my life, that I'm able to still be able to have this job because yeah, my, my, my friend in two cubicles down from me lost their job and yet I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever, whatever you have endured or experienced and yet it did not affect you in any kind of way. That's the favor of God. Yes, his grace and mercy, his favor, all of that, all of that. Don't take it lightly, y'all. And also the people that is in your life right now, those persons that has been a blessing to your family, you know, your parents may not have asked for help or you may not have come around to ask for help, but God knew what you needed. And guess what? He has somebody to come in and to bless you, right? And to serve you. Come on now. Just like somebody came in my mother's life, Dr. Jennifer Johnson, all those people that I have mentioned before, they were a blessing from God. And I can never, ever, ever forget those individuals because they had poured something in me. They had poured something in my mom. And if my mother was alive today, I know my mom would still be giving God praise for all those individuals that truly, truly played a part in my life, in my education, in my profession, in my personal life, all of that, you know, from my childhood up until this point right now in my life, they all gone on. They all gone home to be with the Lord. But I'm still blessed and I know that God's favor still reigns over my life, in my life, through my life, around my life. Because I know the people that he has planted in my life, they are a blessing to me professionally, you know, as well as personally. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have to say a whole lot, but God will speak on my behalf. And that's the wonderful thing too about God. He will speak on your behalf, baby. You don't even have to say a mumbling word sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But God will go ahead and speak on your behalf, you know, through those individuals. And if they really listen to the Holy Spirit, they will go ahead and punt and they will go ahead and take full advantage of that. They will make a a quick you know, route to you and bless you. You know what I mean? There's some people that may come to you and say, sis, I know you're going through, you know, and God just let, you know, put this in my spirit to bless you and your family. You know what I mean? And I'm the favor of God is amazing. Y'all the gift of favor. God gives us favor every single day, every single day. Please do not take it for granted. Thank him for the favor. Thank him for his grace and his mercy. Those are all gifts. Yes, they are gifts. Just like he has mercy on us, we too need to extend that gift out to those persons too. 
Because there are people who are hoping and praying that, you know, we have mercy on them because they did us wrong or they treated us wrong and all that stuff. You know, that people are hoping that, you know, that we accept their apology or forgiveness. You know, just like we go to God and say, Lord, I repent. Lord, forgive me. Lord, change me. And you know, immediately God would do just that. We are to do the same thing for those individuals that, you know, that hurted us, even those that are hard to love. Come through, come through, because I'm a living witness <laughs> right now. Yeah, right now. Okay, I said rat. Yes, I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know it's God that is working right now in the scenes. He's working right now in in my home. He's working right now in my marriage. He's working right now in my finances. He's doing it all. And I may not see it all right now physically, but I know in the spiritual realm it's already done. And that right there, that deserve praise. Come on now. That right there deserve a thank you. That right there, you have to say, God, I thank you anyhow. <laughs> You know, we got so comfortable to wait until, you know, we see what we see, but what we've been seeing come to fruition. Then we go ahead and explode with excitement and, you know, and all of that. No, we need to do it all the time, whether, whether we, whether it comes to fruition or not. And I know it's a, it takes a minute for us to do that, but you, after a while, you won't be expecting God to do something. You would just go ahead and give him praise because of who he is. Come on now. You know, you want to start giving him praise because of who he is. Because God constantly, consistently, without no, without no, without no setbacks, he constantly give us favor. Every day when we open up our eyes, he blesses us with his gifts of grace, mercy, favor, peace, joy, abundance, come through. It's all available for us to take hold, right? So my dear beloveds, truly give God the praise for the gift of favor. And likewise, you know, be a blessing to someone. I keep saying that, you know, because to that person's eyes, you know, they consider you like, part, you know, being a part of that, you know, that favor, you know, like Dr. Jennifer Johnson, she was a blessing to me, you know, like Mr. Walters, he was a blessing to me, Miss Wiggins, all of them, Mr. Perry, that was his name, Mr. Perry, <laughs> uh, the Dean of, of Residence Life at the time, you know, they were all blessings to me. That's part of the favor. Come through, come through. I mean, the day of, I had these interviews with about how many uh, resident directors that day? I had like uh, five interviews or whatever with each director at that time. And I think both of them came together at the same time or whatever. I, I can't remember, but I think that's how I went down. And then later on, you know, I had an interview with Miss Wiggins. And then after that, it was um, Mr. Perry, I think. That one day and at the end of that day, because he was the last person that I had to meet. He's the one that told me you got the job because he said everybody that interviewed me, they fell in love with me. They they just loved me. I was like, oh, OK. 
<laughs> I was in shock. You know, I was I was just trying to grab this all in my head because I was like, wait a minute, what? I I got the what? You know what I mean? That is nobody but God. I'm telling you. Ooh, ain't nobody but God. Y'all, listen, whatever God has done for you, truly embrace that. I don't care if it was five years ago. I don't care if it was 23 years ago. But you know, when God puts that in your memory, he, he's doing it on purpose for a reason. Because we get so caught up in our drama and our issues. You know, we allow our circumstances to dominate our thinking. And we start to, you know, start to, you know, feel, you know, uh, you know, get doubtful. And we get worried, this, that, or whatever. But God will put that memory of your yesteryear back in your mind and remind you of what he did for you. He did it, not you. Because if you remember... You didn't know where you was going to get your, your next meal from. You didn't know where you was going to pay your rent, how you going to pay your rent. You didn't know if you was going to have a place to live. Come through, come through. Some of y'all was really going through some serious, rough situations. But God came in right on time. And then one thing after the next, one favor after the next, it kept pouring and kept pouring and kept pouring in your life. And you cannot dare... You can't even dare say you had anything to do with it because you, your mind was just, you was just giving up pretty much, but God just came in and Lord have mercy, open up the windows of heaven, honey, and come through, come through. It was just blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing to the point you didn't have no room, (laughs) right? So you remember the favor of God. Remember what he has done for you, beloved. Okay, because we're all going through some things in life. Every one of us are going through something. But if you just hold on to, to, if you hold on to the memories of what God has done and know who he is, you just have to just say, God, I thank you. I thank you for the gifts. I thank you for the gift of your favor. I thank you, God, for the gift of your grace and your mercy. I thank you, Father God, for the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for saving my life. I thank you, Father God, for giving me another chance to get this life right, to get it together. (laughs) I thank you for a second chance and a second chance and a second chance. Come through, come through, y'all. Because, yeah, you know, we sometimes mess up and screw ourselves over. Let's be real with it right? But only by the grace of God, when we make those mistakes, God still continues to have his angels around us. I hope it, I hope this is blessing y'all. I really, really do because it's blessing me. It encourages me and it inspires me. And it just, it just, mm, it's just, Ooh, just fire in my spirit y'all. And this keeps me going and keep focusing on what God has for me, you know, down the road that I don't need to stay stuck in my, in my, in my sadness. I don't need to continue to cry over what is not happening. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't got time for that. Mm-mm. After a while, when you get a certain age in your life, you just like grow up real quick. Like, you know what? Mm-mm. I ain't got time for this. Life's too short. I, I'm not going to stress myself over something that is so beyond my control. You know, I got to learn to just cast it all in Jesus care and learn to truly trust him and, and allow myself to enjoy life 
more abundantly because that's what he wants us to do every day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us what rejoice and be glad in it. Be joyful in it. You know, be happy in it, right? Be, have fun in it, right? And not stress, not cry, not worry, woo, not get agitated, not get irritated, not get irate, not get foolish. Uh-uh. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, I know it's rough. Yeah, I know it's I know it could be a little bit daunting sometimes, but do you know your God? Come on now. Do you know who Jesus really is? Come on now. Do you know who your savior is? Come on. We say that we know him. We say it all the time, but do you really believe? Come on now. Cause you know, we got Christians that don't believe (laughs) help my unbelief. Come on. Right. And he will help you through that as well. He will help you with that. Right. So listen, beloveds, I hope this truly blessed you. I hope that, you know, this really have you to really ponder on, you know, what God has done in your life and what he continues to do, you know, for your life, you know, even through your children, your children are blessed and highly favored. You know, your kids, some of your kids probably in college right now, and you can't even dare fathom how in the world they got to college and they not paying for no tuition, you know, and you don't have, you know, you, you just, but it's just a favor, just a favor of God. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know how in the world your, your spouse got a job and you know what I'm saying? But here he got a good job. You don't know how in the world you got that house and your credit is like, what? (laughs) The credit score laughing at you like, ha. Okay, yeah, try to get up to 700 if you can. Come on, try, right? But God said, I'm going to bless you anyhow. Come on now. (laughs) Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. You just thank him anyhow. Even if you have tears down your cheek, Shugs, thank him anyhow. Even if you just can't say thank you, just wave your hand in the air, baby, and wave it like it just don't care, right? <laughs> and say, and just say, God, I thank you anyhow, you know? Just appreciate the gift of favor, right? And be a gift to others as well, because God also has assigned you to be a blessing to others as well. Right. Just like those that came in my life. That's part of that favor, love. That's part of that favor. Shugs, it really is. He will do the same thing, you know, through you, you being a blessing to someone and you may not understand the hardship that they're going through. But yet you are you are excited to be a blessing to them, you know, and I'm telling you, it's just a wonderful feeling. It really, really is because you just think about the goodness of God. You just think about what he's done for you and you just have a praise break moment in your car. You have a praise break moment in your bathroom. You have a praise break moment right in the streets. I, you know what I'm, cause there's sometimes you just can't keep it to yourself. <laughs> you just can't keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? Ain't no shame in my game, boo. I'll let you know. Come through, come through. I'm like, baby, let me tell you. I give God praise real quick because he has been mighty, mighty good to me. He has taken care of me better than I have been taking care of myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm a healthy woman, but Lord have mercy. I have not been, 
you know, really good taking care of my body either. But ain't nobody but the grace of God, the favor of God that still pours all around my life and keep taking care of me. You know, my organs is good. Everything is good. You know what I'm saying? Woo, I'm favored. I'm blessed. These things that we easily take for granted, we got to say, thank you, God. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, God, for the favor that still continues to pour into my home, into my marriage, into my businesses, into my, into my ministry, into my children, into my finances. You know, thank God for the favor. Thank God for the overflow. Yes, the overflow, the abundance of favor. You know what I'm saying? Woo, let me go. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right here because I go on and on and on. <laughs> but that's how good God is. You can't help but talk about the goodness of Him because when you constantly start remembering of what he has done, one thing after the next, you get excited about it, right? And that just stirs you up to let you know that everything is all right. Everything is okay. It is well. It is well in my soul, in my home. God got me. God got me and God got you. So listen, y'all, we're going to continue this 12 days of gift miss tomorrow. I hope this truly inspired you and blessed you. I hope you just go ahead and say right now, God, thank you for favor. Thank you for all the many opportunities that you have put in my life. I thank you for whatever, whatever God has did for you. You just give him praise right now as I close out with a prayer. So Father God, I want to say thank you right now for what you have done so far for us. Thank you, Father God, for continue to pour your, your love, your grace and mercy in our daily lives. Help us, oh Lord, to be more conscious of, you know, talking to you and saying to you, Lord, I thank thank you for life. I thank you for breathing life in me. I thank you for, for my limbs. I thank you for, for just open up my eyes. I thank you for all what you have done for me. And even if I don't get all what I had prayed for at the end of the day, yes, yet, yes, Lord, I am still blessed. I am still rich. I am prosperous. Yes, I'm rich, I'm prosperous, I'm whole. There's nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken because you have already fulfilled every area in my life. And I give you praise today. I thank you, God, for the abundance of favor that reigns in my life, that reigns in my home, that reigns in my marriage and my children. Lord, help me to be a blessing to others as well so they can see the favor in you through me, oh God. So they realize that not to give up on themselves, not to give up on hope. Let me be that beacon of light to those individuals, oh Lord, because there are so many people that are down and out and especially around this time of year where they feel that they don't have, you know, have what it takes to support their family. So God help me to just be that gift to those individuals so they can see that light. They can see you through me and they will feel that love and know that love and know that it's you that loves them and that that favor still continues to pour down over them. I thank you for this day. I thank you for my sisters, Lord. I thank you for this platform. In Jesus' name, amen.